Okay, Boker Tov, we continue in the Sefer Bayam Darkecha, and we're finishing up Havdalah, and how we retain the holy light of Shabbos going into the next week. We're on page Samach Dalid, and we have so far done three out of the four parts of the Havdalah. Okay, and again, we have uh, understood that after we made a bracha on the wine, and the idea of the wine, with the wine being a very um, strong drink, and it expresses all kinds of energy as the grapes uh, ferment, and therefore that shows that we drink the wine to show that we are um, uh, an independent entity uh, at least according to our perception, and we have to make a voda happen during the week. Although on Shabbos we see the Einod Novado, so you could come and think that there's Einod Novado, there's nothing but Hashem, so therefore I don't need to do anything. You drink the wine to say, no, you have to do something. Okay, that's number one. So therefore we acknowledge that Hashem has given us a reality, at least on the external realities, but yet the main thing, as the Hadas, as the Basamim show, the main thing is the inner content of everything. Just like we make a bracha on smell, and you don't see the smell, but there's something there. And then we acknowledge with the light of the candle, and we bent our fingers in front of it to show that we take, we take the, the, fin the fingernails, which are the most external aspect of the person, and we bend them in to show that they bend before the light. And then we're able to look at the nails through the light, through the nails, to show you that the combination of the two, to show that even the independent creatures must bend before the Shekhinah, which is the light, and, and therefore the, the Shekhinah is reflected off of the, um, the, the physicality through the behavior that we do. By the way, that was the exact skin tone of Adam before he sinned. And therefore it's like nails that are able to reflect the light. Okay, so now that we've done this, now we come to the final part and we make the bracha of Havdalah. Okay, which uh, we've already explained in this chapter. It's coming to teach that, uh, that uh, even though the, ex, the internal reality shows that everything's from Hashem, Hashem still wants creatures to exist. We have to act on the shlichus, on behalf of Hashem, and with great excitement. That's the uh, general idea. But it's also another concept over here. Even though there is the light of Hashem and the energy of Hashem in every single thing in this world, but now we have to understand another important idea, that there's different levels of how the light is revealed. There are some things, as we will explain, are mundane and optional things, but, in, but as opposed to other things, they are mamish kedusha, completely. Okay, which means to say, um, 
there are certain things that reflect the light much clearer than other things. And we have to understand those are different levels of that. Because if you figure if everything is a creation of the world and everything is coming from the holiness of Hashem, so why can't they daven in the bathroom? The bathroom is the revelation of Hashem, just like the shul is the revelation of Hashem. The answer is, you're right, but it's, it's there's one area has more concealment of the light, one area has less concealment of the light. It's the same light everywhere. Hashem isn't any less in a certain place, any more in a certain place. But the, rev the potential revelation is so much greater in certain places. And, it, and therefore, it's easier to feel that connection to Hashem. And that's really the difference between something being holy and something being mundane. When we say, what does that mean? We're saying that, what do you mean? How can you make, how can you say anything is mavdil? It's all Hashem. It's all Hashem. There's only one reality. But Hashem has allowed the external forces, the klipos, to conceal more in some places, to conceal less in other places. And in some reality, there's no concealment at all. So Kedusha is, so what does it mean if something is more holy or less holy? It's a place where more of the light is revealed versus less of the light is revealed. The holiness is the same throughout. But, mm -hmm. the, but the revelation of it, the Even perception of it changes. I mean, so it's our same. perception. Our, right? our perception. Yeah, to do with the... and, and, and where Hashem allows forces to conceal the light more or less. And therefore, when you talk about a pace like the Beis Hamikdash, very little concealment. As a matter of fact, you go to the Holies of Holies, there's like zero concealment. It's a complete realm of Enod Novado. Just like the four worlds from Atsilus to Asiya. And Atsilus, it's all Hashem. That's the holiest. But then you drop down a level to the world of Bria. It's now the energies of Hashem. Which although it's part of Hashem, but it's not Hashem per se as revealed. Going down to the lower levels of the angels, Yitzira. And then we come down to planet Earth. Planet Earth doesn't look like a holy place to me. There's a lot of concealment. So Hashem said, in planet Earth, we'll have certain places where there's less concealment. Yeah. And that's the clear distinction. <laughs> so there are certain things nowadays where the light is totally concealed. And those are all the klipos and the averos. And we have to stay very far away from them without any compromises. You can't say, oh, everything's good, everything's holy, everything is the light of Hashem. Because then you're never going to get to the right place because you're going to fall into the traps of the klipos that want to take you away. Again, in a simple understanding, oh, there's holiness everywhere. So I can go to a strip club. It's a revelation of Hashem. The answer is the klipos will destroy you. Revelation Ahin, Revelation Aher, the Klippos are so strong, you will be taken over by the Klippos. So that's what we have to know. Only certain places can we go. And that's the bracha of Hamavdil ben Kodesh Lachol. 
that there is Kodesh and there is Chol. There is light, there is darkness. There is a part of the great light of Hashem in the creation. It's revealed and there's a part that's very much concealed. And there's a difference between them. But, and that you have to go in the way that Hashem is telling you to go. So even though on Shabbos, where we said, is Mamish Enod Movado, but now we're going to the weekdays, and it's still Enod Movado, but it's, it's not the same revelation. If we have to understand that. This was the great mistake of Korach, says footnote Memches, where he says, Kol Ha'eda Kulam Kedoshim, the entire congregation is holy. And he didn't understand that there are levels in the revelation of the light. And therefore you must understand the hierarchy of there's places with higher revelation, places with less revelation. And why do you need to know that? Because if you know where you are in the hierarchy, you know if I'm in a certain level of revelation, I know there's still more to go because there's a higher level that I've not yet achieved. And therefore... I can receive from those who are on a higher level. Because how do I aspire for anything greater? By realizing there are places and people that are on a higher level of Kedusha. And therefore you must surrender yourself to that which is on a higher level. Ultimately, the highest level is HaKadosh Baruch himself. Remember, with all that light, you have to be ready to receive it. And that takes a certain degree of humility. If everybody's holy, if the, if the lowest bum thinks he's as holy as the tzaddik, then he doesn't have to learn from the tzaddik. But if he realizes, no, the tzaddik is on a higher level. And now if I want to aspire to get to a higher level, I have to nurture myself from the personal layer that level that's higher than me. Okay? So therefore, for example, when the Jewish people uh, came to the splitting of the sea, where it says, Vayaminu Bashem, they believed in Hashem and in Moshe, his servant. Then they were able to appreciate for that moment the great Kedusha. They could sing the Shira Sayyam. Why? Because they believed in Hashem and in Moshe, and therefore they have from whom to nurture from. Okay? And therefore we now see that when the Kedusha of Shabbos gets drawn into the weekday properly, when we're able to say the holiness of Shabbos, that reality, I see it's still into the weekday. We won't make a mistake and think everything is good like it was on Shabbos because on Shabbos the klipos were nullified. So therefore you got to realize in the weekday you got to be careful when we get involved in the areas of reshus, the areas of optional. There's, there's lots of klipas in the area of the optional. And we have to use it only in a proper way uh, by s humbly submitting yourself before Hashem's Ratzon and realizing there's a true light. Now, there's two interesting footnotes you have to look at. And in Memtes, he says, wait a minute, aren't there klipos on Shabbos? Sure there are. For example, can you eat a pig on Shabbos? No. So the, that mean, the pig is not kosher because there's klipas over there, okay? There's no allowance of this. So what's the aspect of Shabbos? That the realm of the permitted, the rishus, the optional, 
We're talking about the excess physicality. Remember, there's the bare bones that you need. Without that, you die. And then there's the optional area. So on Shabbos, it's a mitzvah, mitzvah to engage in the optional area of life and to put holiness into the optional. Okay, you hear? You've got the bare, you got bread and water, bare minimum to subsist. You got pigs or treif. And then you got chicken and rib steak. So the, the bare model to live on, you have to eat that. It's no choice. You're going to die if you don't eat it. The pig you're not allowed to eat. What about the rib steak and chicken? It's your choice. Ah, but that's a dangerous area because even though it's permitted, it's optional. But you know what? There is still clipos that could take you away. You got to be careful. But at least it's something you can elevate. So on Shabbos, we're commanded, take the, take the extras and elevate them because you're in a world of Eno Milvado. But in a world of Eno Milvado, still, you can't eat a pig, right? And therefore, we understand when it comes to physicality, in the weekday, we're in danger because we can fall into the klipas even of what is permitted on Shabbos. You have a nice dessert on Shabbos? No, no one needs to eat dessert. Honestly, you don't need to eat dessert. You will live a perfectly healthy and probably healthier life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's kishmak. Okay, it's kishmak. Okay, but isn't that a little bit too much of pleasure in this world? I like it. Okay, so on Shabbos, when the light is clear, you could have a piece of cake too. You'll elevate the cake. But during the week, oh, is it so hard to elevate the cake? And you probably won't elevate the cake. And therefore, we try to stay away as much as possible from those things. Because when you're living in the light of Shabbos, cheesecake's not gonna, the cake's not going to destroy you. But during the weekday, it destroys you. Remember, Shabbos is me'en olam haba. It's a taste of the world to come. That's true. That's olam haba. But there's still a level beyond Olam That is the total uh, future, complete, perfect world. And in that perfect world, what will happen is even the not kosher animals will change their evil nature and they'll be allowed to be eaten. That's why the pig is called what? A chazir. What does chazir mean? Chazir means to Chozer, to review, to re, to return. Return, yeah, yeah. So Hashem will put more light into the pig. A pig cannot reveal divinity, so stay away from it. But and when, when the end of days comes, the pig will be kosher. Yeah. And therefore, because there's no evil anymore. It's enod movado, so what's the point? It's, it's fine. And now he understands, says footnote nun, why you're not allowed to eat before Havdalah. He cannot eat before Abdullah. Why? Because, remember, if you're going to be eating, you're eating food that's a danger now. Weekday, everything's dangerous because it's concealing the will of Hashem, the, the, the light of Hashem. So first you make Abdullah, you understand what reality you're going in, and then you can eat with holiness even during the week. Because remember, eating during the week is not like eating on Shabbos. In the weekday, there's a clear concealment of the light and we can be afraid that the physical externals will overpower you so only through Avdallah 
and surrendering, can we recognize that the physical world isn't anything independent in and of itself, and therefore you can even eat properly. That's why we don't eat, and it's the same thing, we don't eat coming in, we don't eat until we make Kiddush. So you, you begin to understand that Kiddush and Avdallah are the bookends. Yeah. Are the bookends. Avdallah's on the way out, but how about on the way in? On the way in, you gotta say, you know, eating during the week, but now it's Shabbos, so things are, I'm entering into a new world. And that's the Kiddush. The Kiddush, we'll, we'll get to this, but you know, he's starting backwards. So say, Kiddush means we're, in, we're invoking, there is an element of holiness that Shabbos provides for us. And that's the encouragement for us to live with the light of Enod Movado. And we make Kiddush before we eat anything. Because you don't want the Shabbos eating to be a weekday eating. So now when the Shabbos ends, we're making Abdullah. We don't want the weekday eating to be like a weekday eating. They want to inject some Shabbos into that eating and therefore you at least have made the proper transition into the weekday. Remember, the weekday is going to be a major struggle. But just like the Shabbos is supposed to be 100% of light in 100% that infuses into the world and the weekday is zero light into the world. So you want to bring a little of the light that you took from the Shabbos and bring it into the world and see that this it's not going to be on the level of Shabbos at all. But to realize there are things that are Kodesh and there are things that are Chol. Gravitate towards the Kodesh. There's less of a struggle. Now of course you have to work and it's a wor world of Chol, but try to put a little bit of the Kodesh into the Chol. Hashem has separated the Kodesh and the Chol. He has said certain things are projecting uh, divinity, certain things are not, or very hard. So know the priorities as you go into the week. So that, that's why it's so important to go to a shul and learn Torah and do mitzvahs because that's the realm of Kedusha if they're done properly. And then the mundane can nurture from that and learn from that and grow into that. That's what Abdullah is trying to give us this idea. Rabbi, yeah. During the week when we eat, we make a bracha every time we eat something. So it's not like we're saying, well, if it's not Shabbos, it's okay, we can eat whatever we want. And this and that. We do make the bracha, so we are connected. It's not like we say, well. You're making the bracha, but oh, how much of the saying. bracha are we having kavana with? You have to have kavana. You, have to, you have to, but how many people do? Oh, okay, that's another How story. many people do? Uh, everything. You make the bracha, and you try to uh, elevate the physical world. Absolutely. But it's it's much harder. You know, let, let's be honest. Um, at least in, in most places I see, Friday night, you know, everybody's focused. When the person is making Kiddush, we sing it, we say it slowly, everyone's listening, we say Amen. When we take the bread and make the moitzi, it's done ceremoniously. It's done, everyone's listening and saying amen. Now let's be honest, we take a bread during the week. Do you eat it, make the same kind of bracha? You, are you making the same kind of bracha? But you have to be in your brain. You have, you have to, but how many are? Oh, okay. How many are? On, on a Monday lunch, when you're having your sandwich, you go, 
Or many people go. Now, okay, that's true. I mean, I see people. Yes, I see right. people. But so we should and try harder during uh, the week. That's what we have to try. You're right. No, because it's not the Shabbat. The Shabbat no question about it. There's no question about it. But it the realities are yeah. not that way. The realities are it's not that way. It's hard because a lot of clipos. You got a lot of things. Got a rush. I can't spend so much time on this. Yeah. And you know, it's it's concealed. The greatness. The the the, the chala on Shabbos screams out, "God made me." And if you're perceptive, you can catch that. During the weekdays, the chalas don't scream it out. You got to scream it out. That's just the way the realities are. So we want to train ourselves, and Matzi Shabbos is the way to train ourselves. Okay? And the final aspect that Avdolah reminds us, that even though we know that everything belongs to Hashem, but we still need to know how Hashem is revealed and to cling to that and where He's concealed and stay away from that. That Hashem has made this demarcation. Why didn't Hashem just make the whole world reveal Hashem? There'll be no free will choice. So he says, these areas are holy. These areas are concealed. And there's different levels. Again, when a person says, I don't say either it's holy or it's not holy. The answer is no. How much is concealed? How much is not concealed? And therefore, it's so important that which is holy is to keep that holy. A shul is potentially a holier place. But that's only if you revere the shul. If, if when you walk in the shul, it's like you're walking, it's like you're not in the shul. You know, you're, you're walking up the steps, you're schmoozing with your friend. That's okay. It's okay. Nothing wrong with schmoozing with your friend. Good morning. How are you? How's this? Fine. This way. And you're smoozing and you're going right through the door and you're smoozing and going right into Shmuel and schmoozing with your friends. So then you stop schmoozing. And you've taken the Kedusha away. That's I'm entering a holy place. Why? Because this is where Hashem says my presence can be more readily felt. But only, only if you allow it. So that's what, and there's very few places like this in the world where the Shekhinah really is stronger. So, you know, that'd be a terrible thing to take away that holiness. That's why, that's why you gotta make sure you can't bring a cell phone into the shul. A cell phone is not what I would say a place that reveal, a thing that reveals God easily, okay. easily. I'm not saying there are you know, things, we're using this electronic device to record the class. Okay, but that takes a lot of work. That's a tool to use to. So what's the cell phone? Not to come closer to Hashem, this is. Well, because yeah, you're but, using but, it for that. But, okay. But. So, and obviously, um, if you don't have one, life would be better. Unfortunately, uh, some people feel they must have it. Now, again, no one must have it when he walks into the shul. There's absolutely no reason to bring it into the shul. True. But, okay. So therefore, but certain things, okay. If and if your job forces you to have to have a cell phone, you have to be careful how to use it, and don't allow tumma, don't allow the klipas, and the internet has a lot of klipas, 
and all those things you have to be really careful about. So you have to always realize there's different levels. You want to stay in those areas that are holier. Okay, then finally, there's one other thing. Now, up to now, we've done everything that every man has to do. We've discussed all the prayers of Mariv on Matzah Shabbos, and we've discussed um, Havdalah. That's all what we must do. There's another part that many people are less familiar with, even though it's in the sitter, but there's a lot of things in the sitter that not everybody says. And let me tell you what it is. It's on, you know, just try, it's on page 600 in the Art Scroll Sitter. For those that uh, take a long time. So it's interesting, it, in this sitter, it's Mamish part of the Mar of Service. It's Mamish part of the Mar of Service. In the Art Scroll Sitter, we say, Vihi Noam, Yom, Kidusha, Full Kaddish. And then we go, go to Olay. But if you look at Aristotle's Sermon, page 600, there's all these other prayers. It starts with the words, V'yiten l'cha ha'elokim. And these are verses of blessing. Why do we say, now again, it's in the sitter, but again, a lot of people are in a rush to leave Shabbos and go into the work. Okay, that's not a sitter. And... Uh, if you notice, there's a couple pages there. It goes from page 600, 602, 604, 606, 608. Whoa, there's a lot of blessings, for a lot of verses for blessing. It's a little long, Shabbos. I want to go home. And now you're giving me like, like five pages of more words to say. So what's uh, the purpose? Is this rabbinical or? It's all rabbinical. Oh, yeah. Again, okay. th these are all no, no, things that can help you make this adjustment from Shabbos to the weekday. Yes. Some things are very obligatory. Yes. Some things are less obligatory. Okay. So let's just look at the first two verses on page 600-601. Those first two verses is the blessing that Yitzchak gave Esau. He said, don't you have any more blessings for me? And Hashem should give to you from the dews of the heaven and the fats of the earth, lots of grain, lots of oil. nations will serve you and, and the other nations will serve you. I'm sorry, this is the bracha that Yaakov, I'm sorry, the bracha that Yaakov got in the guise of Esav. You'll be a master over your brothers, and the children of your brothers of your mother will bow down to you. Those are the first two, two, two psukim are the bracha that Yitzchak gave Yaakov, we thought was Esav. Now what, what's the point of the bracha? Well, that Hashem is going to give you a lot of physical bounty, but you got to realize there's a spiritual component that comes to that as well. And the, these verses are meant to reinforce this idea. These are words of blessings. These are blessings that were invoked historically to, to Yaakov, to uh, Avram, etc., etc. And then when you look at page 608, 
we end up, may Hashem our God be with us as he was with our forefathers. May he not forsake us nor cast us off. You who cling to Hashem our God all are all alive today. For Hashem comforts Zion, he comforts all her ruins. He will make her wilderness like Eden and her waste like a garden of Hashem. Joy and gladness will be found there of thanksgiving in the sound of music. This is the original sound of music. <laughs> Hashem desired for the sake of Israel's righteousness that the Torah be made great and glorious. So what are we saying? You know, the base of English, is it a holy place? Yeah. It is. Does it look like a holy place right now? No. It doesn't look like there's a there's a there's a, a Muslim mosque on top of it. it. Doesn't look like a holy place. But that's just a question of revelation. It's all a question of revelation. So these verses are meant to bring this idea as well. And uh, it says there are those who have the custom to say it in shul, as the Zohar says it should be. This comes down from the Zohar. Uh, the Arizal says we say it by Havdallah, as Rav Chaim Vital explained it. Okay, so uh, it's part of Havdallah. Okay, so therefore, and then he brings down at the end that my Rebbe would always say it every Matzah Shabbos when he made Havdallah. So it's different now customs when to say V'yit and Right? But again, it's to start off with their blessings. To start the week off on a good note. And with a prayer that you should succeed in all aspects. Not just from a physical perspective, but to make sure to see the light. And if, if you see the light in everything physical, that is a state of bracha. And a little bit deeper is that after you made Abdullah, and you now are going to actually, you've made Abdullah now. And I'm going to do the actual service of the creature. It's time to now work in God's world and elevate the world. So you have to remember that everything comes from Hashem and any bracha and success comes only from Hashem and only from guarding his mitzvahs. And then you'll have the ability to overcome your arrogance and somethingness. You'll be able to overcome all seductions of the Yetzirah. Okay? And that again is what the Kabbalistic works say. We say the Yitin Lacha to make sure those Klippas who want to grab us right away, right away when Shabbos are, that Klippas are ready to jump with you. And you see how right after Shabbos ends, the Jew no longer behaves like a Jew. He says, let me behave like a goy in a kosher fashion. What are, what are you going to do for entertainment? What do you mean? You just had Shabbos. You sit down and start learning. Prepare, prepare, do your avoda. It's Yom Rishon Shel Shabbos. No, 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 you have to have fun now. Okay, we'll discuss next week, Malava Malka. That's your fun. <laughs> okay, but that's hard. It's hard for people. Okay? And that and those klipas are ready to get you. So so it helps when you say the eat and lacha, we push away the klipas. That they're and because we're announcing that all the bracha and all that slacha comes from Hashem. So you just say that and you mean it. So why are you gonna go out to the movies on Matzah Shabbos? That's not the bracha of Hashem. Some of the movies are mamish prohibited. Some even if they're not prohibited, but what do you need it for? Okay, there's a lot to discuss because on the other hand, you know, not everybody's on this level. 
you know, and uh, a person needs uh, to, to relax a little and to, but hopefully that was Shabbos. Shabbos, you don't have to learn a whole day. You don't, you don't have to go to work. You can schmooze with your, with your friends and family and, you know, relax. That, that is, that's supposed to have been that time. So really, for a Jew, Matzi Shabbos, that's why this whole idea in the Gersh of a Sunday is so foreign to Yiddishkeit. What do you mean? We work every day. We have a vote every day. Why are we not doing a vote? So that's what we're saying. If we, if we know, keeping the mitzvahs, that's how you get the strength to overcome this and all the seductions. So, we make, so this is like a big announcement. Better take it easy. No rush to go into the weekday. The weekday is not going to give you what you want. Okay, we finished this chapter. Next time we will get to Malava Malkin.